Good morning, everyone. I'd like to welcome uh, AJ and Nick and Margaret. Welcome to our service and all of us here this morning. To our service this morning. Um, today is our vision Sunday. Uh, since we don't have uh, anyone to welcome as a member of our church family, but it's okay. Can we all stand for one minute, uh, just honoring God's word? Joshua 1, verse 8 and 9. 1, 2. Keep this book of the law always on our lips, meditate on it day and night, so that we might be careful to do everything written in it. Then we will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you to be strong and be courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for this virus coming. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever we go. Amen. You can be seated. Thank you very much for that. I have no idea what's going to happen in this world. What the virus that we're talking about? This stinky virus. Sorry to say that. I hate it because I have to put the mask on my mouth to walk around with me in the center or everywhere I go, even in a car. What the devil does, he stops everything in his power, in his mind, to stop the preaching of God's word. Amen. I have no idea what we're going through like this moment of time. That's why the Lord prompted into the spirit this. Joshua 1 verse 8, and I have no idea what we're going through. Amen? But that what the, the Lord spoke to my heart clearly. I want the church to read this, my word, and I want my name to be glorified before people when you preach the message. Yeah. It wasn't anything that I thought about, but that was God alone. Serupapel said, it is not by might, nor by power, but by his spirit, says the Lord God. We cannot build this church in our mind, in our knowledge, in our understanding, in our professional. We can build this church through his power of his Holy Spirit. He said in Book of Torah, chapter 2, verse 28 and 29. In the last days, I'm going to pour out my Holy Spirit upon every flesh. It talked about every flesh, about the young children, right to the old. The sons and daughters will prophesy, young one will see vision, the old one will dream dreams. I'm not that old. When you talk about old people, people have no vision at all. But if you have sea vision in your spirit, you're not, you're not that old. People, they passionate about the spirit of living God. They walk and, and pursue God in their strength, in their professional, in whatever they have. They give it to him. Amen? So our vision Sunday, it comes from the book of Isaiah verse 1 to 11. Isaiah 61. So the part, there were two parts of this vision. Our vision is like 
Jesus Christ is the hope of humanity. That is our vision statement. So verse 1 and 2, it talks about we've done the service, we've done the preaching of God's word, we do our walking and prayer, we do our fasting and all it, we rescue people from their whatever it is they go through, we've done that, we feed the poor, we visit the hungry, we heal the sick, and all those things. But in the part 2 of this vision, verse 3 to 11, it talks about the supernatural power of God. That is the part two of our vision. Amen? So this morning, I already said to you, maybe three or four months ago, we are no longer operate through the natural. We are operate by the supernatural power of God. We stand on this holy mountain. You know what? That's the only reason why we survive. That is the key of our survival. Move in the supernatural power of God. Why is that? You're offering God with your clean soul. You stand before God with your clean heart, clean tongue, clean hands, clean feet. Everything is clean from the top of your to the sole of your feet. That's when you present yourself well to God. Amen? Romans 12 verse 1, everybody knows that. My dear brothers and sisters, I urge you in the view of God's mercy, let's offer this body to God as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable before Him. That is an, a true act of worship. Worshiping God is not just our lips. Worshiping God in our whole being, from the top of our head to the sole of our feet. I mentioned this probably three months ago, yet I had a dream. This is the first time I saw myself in the spirit, first time in my walking with God. Yet I saw myself lying down absolutely dead. I tried to touch my head, I couldn't, I couldn't touch anything. And the Lord said to me, so long as you completely die to your flesh, that's when you completely see me, through your spirit. Amen? This is the only reason why we see the manifestation of God's glory in our life when we completely die to ourselves, which means we totally surrender all of us to God in everything and in anything. When God speaks, you can actually completely hear it. You know exactly who he's talking about, what he's explained to you, what he's leading you, when he said stop, stop. Sometimes when God says stop, he's still walking. That's why we frustrated our walking with God. When he said, go left, go left, go right, go right. When he said, go right, but some of us go left. When God said, sit down, and we stood up. We need to know exactly what the direction and information that God is passing on through his spirit into our spirit. Can you say amen? So this morning, I'm just trying to share a little bit of my dream. I had three dreams last week ago maybe after sharing that those stream and then a little bit of this vision and then we have lunch hallelujah heavenly father i pray that your holy spirit will speak through me will touch our heart to make us understand your word said without vision people perish 
But I pray, Lord God, this morning, we welcome your presence into our heart. Come and touch our heart. Come and make us understand the direction, the revelation knowledge of your word that we've been talking about. Revelation comes by seeking your face. Comes by kneeling down on your face, Almighty God, daily, day in and day out. Comes by prayer and fasting and meditate on God's word. And Father, we give glory and honor to your holy name, Lord. In the wonderful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. I was amazed with these three dreams. I was amazed. My first dream, I saw a world exhibition on a very top high building. So I was climbing up to, it's like wiping off the, the dust, and this name, it's a huge name. I thought, what does exhibition mean? So I messaged my little daughter to give me the meaning. And he said, display. Which means, this is my interpretation. You display what your achievement through God. Exhibition means you tell the world who God is. It's like the light to the world and to the nation. Showing God that Christ is the answer of everything. That is the word exhibition. And I thought, oh my goodness. When I came down from that high, high building, I went through the building, and, and I saw this man is like the dressing, well-dressed. It's like a very high position person. But he didn't talk to me, he just shake my hand. When I saw his uh, body language, he said, well done. They shake his hand and, and went by. My second dream, I was in the building like this, maybe in a church, I don't know. I saw a lot of people were painting the chairs in a, in a black color. Black color, I thought was white. Well, I was walking in China, I saw Pastor Joshua and he said, I love your son, Red, because of his faithfulness, serving, his faithful servant. I like him. He thank you. Well, I was preaching the message, that, that, that dream, the last bit of my message says like this to the church. I was shouting, come out with your resurrected body. Come out! Come out, church, with your resurrected body. That was the message. And, and that's the end of the dream. And I thought, well, I heard uh, Jasmine's dad is in hospital. When I saw the black, my interpretation of that black is like sad. But when I preached that part of the message, it gives me the courage knowing that God is alive. Jesus said to Mary and, and Martha, I am the resurrected and life. That's what Jesus said. That's what the same word to say to you this morning. Whatever that you and I are going through, Jesus is the resurrected and life. Whoever believes in me will never walk in the darkness anymore. So I finished that dream, and I thought, I was fasting and praying for just minutes dead. Last whole week and the week after that, I was on my knee. Guess what? I had a very sore knee because of her dad, and our church as well, and the nations. 
And I say, God, you have the last word of everything in our situation in life. You, you have the last word. Not the hospital, not the doctor. You are. Whatever you said is going to come to pass. Amen? So, I send a word of encouragement uh, to Jasmine. Just a tiny little, you know, a very tiny little huge mess. And uh, after that dream, when I say that word, come out with your resurrected, which is the power of God can do something into a no answer situation. It's only God. I preached a message last week ago about the, the word Mara. You know when Israel came out from the, the dividing of the Red Sea with the miracle, millions of people saw that miracle came out three days after they were walking and they were thirsty. And they were complaining to Moses. And I thought, why this guy complaining to Moses? Why didn't he complain to God? Because Moses did not bring them out. It's God alone. So they woke out three days after. They were thirsty. They saw the water, but they can't drink. They can't drink that water because it's bitter. And that water goes marrow with me. It's bitter. Then Moses cried to God, and God showed him the wood. So I don't know whether it's a Sitian wood, or an olive wood, or acacia wood, because those word wood are powerful in God's word. Acacia wood is very powerful. Sitian wood, powerful. You know the, the healing of the, the leprosy? That's a Sitian wood it talks about. So I don't know which exactly. But God said to Moses, go and throw that wood in the water. When Moses threw the wood into the, the, the water, that mara, pitta water, the water fits to drink. It comes sweet. Amen? Let me say to you this morning, church. The only solution of this nation, of this world, around the world, is the cross. The wood speaks of the cross. When they throw the cross, the cross in the water, that's when the water begins to sweet. The only reason why we survive when we go through the cross of Jesus Christ, it makes us so sweeter. It makes your life sweeter. When your light is bitter, the only solution of your life to be sweet when you attach yourself in that wood and receive that Jesus Christ as dying on a cross for each one of us. Amen? So the, the last dream, I was walking with my wife, with my princess, on a very nice and green grass. Beautiful, so soft. And all of a sudden, we ended up in the edge of the, the water. The water, you can't walk, you have to swim. So my wife tried to jump down, but the problem is she's holding a very white little boy, or I don't know whether it's a boy or girl, a very white baby. And I said, oh, I was, don't, don't jump. I was trying to say that stop because I saw the baby. But actually, when she went down on the deep water, she stood up and the, the baby is fine. Absolutely fine. So the Lord spoke to me, the water I speak of God's anointing. Amen? So my interpretation of that dream, I said to you, church, be prepared and ready for the, the revival is coming. I don't know when. So when you talk about this number, the revival can happen anytime. 
whatever number, so long as you put all our total heart to him. Amen? Remember I said, when we totally surrender our life to him, he will done something very amazing that you and I don't understand. Hallelujah. And those who can come to the mountain and the holy mountain, those who have clean heart, clean mind, clean tongue, clean feet, cleans everything. That's how we operate to the supernatural in our relationship with God. Daily, not just one Sunday. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it, not just Sunday, Monday to another Sunday. Meditate on it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Live and I command you to be strong in me. Be courageous in me. Be strong. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. For the Lord, but I, the Lord, your God will be with you in whatever situation that you face. So those are the three dreams. And I believe in my total. That's why I'm so excited. Something great is ahead of us. Something great, amazing, great. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved the wretch like me. So as you as, as well. I was blind, now I can see. I was dead, now I'm alive. Through Christ Jesus, he lives in me. Amen. Isaiah 61, verse 3. If you can put it on the Please, dear. And provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. Amen? A crown of beauty instead of ashes. What is ashes? Ashes talking about our frustration. Ashes talking about frustration. Everything that we've been through in life, our life and sickness. That's what ashes talking about. Our sadness, our sorrow, our frustration, our fear, whatever it is you're going through, God sees it. If you committed your whole being to Him, He will heal you. He will turn that mourning into dancing. He will turn that joy, that sadness, into joy. Amen? Crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning. That is the supernatural power will change our morning into dancing. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord of the earth. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord of the earth. For God is great. Hey, greater to be great. For God is great. Greater to be great. Hey, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord of the earth. Hey, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord of the earth. That is a song that Mo read by Moses when he came out from the water. He wrote a song in the book of Exodus chapter 15. Verse 1 to verse 30 or something. That whole song Moses wrote with Miriam. Miriam grabbed the trampoline and, and as like that, I just said the song. Sing around it again with a, with a woman. Thanking God for what he has done. Yeah. What we've done this morning, we celebrate the victory that God has done for us. Yeah. From the past yeah. to the beginning. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. 
That's why we come here and praising God for what he has done in your life and my life. Whatever you've been through, it's only God can take you on that situation, can take you through that chain. I know sometimes it's hard. It's hard. Some, some people, even Christianity, they are full of fear around the globe. But if you have Christ in you, you will receive power and salvation. Jasmine, come up, please. I didn't, uh, I already shared this. She's going to share what how the power of God intervene in her situation, in her sibling and the whole family, that even our church. I just want her to, to declare that. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, church. Huh, yeah, um... So, where do I start? <laughs> a little bit of a backstory. Um, my dad's always suffered with um, gout, a very severe gout. He's um, lost limbs and um, he's always had a lot of, been in hospital almost every week um, just with his condition. Um, so, I think it was like two, two or three weeks ago now, I can't even remember. Um, my dad went um, into the emergency um, for um, what he thought was a gout flare-up again in his knee. And um, it got to a point where he couldn't walk and he was um, in the emergency and they put a needle in his knee and, um, and then all the pus came out. So they realised that it was an infection. Um, so they took him into the theatre straight away um, and they started to drain the infection and um, during the operation his um, blood pressure dropped really low um, so then they put him on some heart medications and um, anyways basically it turned into septic shock mm. um, which is basically bacteria in the blood um, and then um, from all that, yeah, he just had infections throughout his whole body. He was clinging on to the heart valves and um, and then it turned into um, kidney failure and then liver failure on his way. And um, he was on a ventilator for about 11 days. Mm. And um, we were basically told, was it a couple of days ago? Mm. <laughs> all my days are merging into... <laughs> the whole week um, the hospital called us in for a meeting uh, with mm. the big boss of the ICU and um, they basically sat us all down me and all my family and said um, that they need to take him off the ventilator um, because mm. if you stay on it for too long it can be really dangerous um, so they needed to take him off and they just weren't sure if he was going to be able to um, breathe on his own um, so they they basically wanted us to come together as a family to make the decision um, what would happen from there if he didn't breathe on his own. Uh, we were given two options, one being um, a tube and treat option, which was basically they would cut a hole here to put the, the tubes in here. Um, and then, but then they were saying, even if they do that, he still will be in the same condition. Mm. Um, and there's no, um, there's still no, uh, 
yeah, they were basically saying that he's still there's a high chance he still won't make it through just give mm. him a little bit longer um, and then the second option was to um, just make him comfortable basically um, and they were saying that if we do choose that option it will be very quick it'll be like within four hours or so that he will pass but it will just he'll be very comfortable um, so yeah and then we've been we just committed it up to God and we've been praying and and um, praying for his um, mm. for his will and for his miracles Amen. over dad and um, we they ended up taking the tube out um, <laughs> Friday? Yep. I can't remember. Yeah, a couple of days ago, anyways. Um, <laughs> they took the tube out and yep. um, he started breathing on his own. <laughs> so wow. um, they were saying, like, n- none of the, non- not even the doctors were expecting him because wow. he was a sick man coming into this, like, and not even people who were healthy before have come through a situation like this. So wow. um, it's been a massive turnaround. He hasn't been breathing and, yeah, <laughs> um, his kidneys are getting better. So his, yeah, and his liver is turning around and he's starting to uh, respond to all the antibiotics. So it's really been a miracle. Yeah, Um, it was funny. (laughs) He's he's definitely starting to become himself again. Um, Even last night when I was at the hospital, he was just being his bossy self and he's trying to, I think he thinks he's a lot stronger than what he is. And I was telling Lige last night that every time he really wants to use the bathroom, but he doesn't understand that he can't yet. And um, he doesn't like that. And um, he kept asking me as soon as the nurses would leave, he was like, quick, grab the chair and take me. I was like, I can't take you, you're not allowed. And he was just getting angry at me. He's like, just get the chair now, get the chair. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's been a miracle. Um, it's, yeah, I think, yeah, praise God, praise God for his, his goodness. <laughs> Let's give a huge hand of praise. Look at that. It's only God can do it. Not in our mind, in our professional, and how clever, how smart we are, we can't do it. Uh uh-uh, uh, it's only God. And that's why I keep saying to our church, you might be thinking, fasting again, Abraham? Fasting, fasting, fasting. What are you talking about? And that is the reason why. Church, we can't survive without maintaining our life in God. Through prayer, fasting and meditate on his word. You know what? People love to read the word, love to pray, but when they come to a fast, few, few of them are like, because it's hard. When you're out of food like two or three days, it's hard, you know? Without food, you nearly die. But because of what you're doing for the glory of God, you will never die. That's our sacrifice. That's what I said to the judge next week, we're going to open our fasting day and then we'll start again next week. Why is that? It's a preparation for us for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We can't fight on our own strength, church. So Rupert said, it's not by might, nor by power, but by his spirit, says the Lord God. That's why the, the, the temple of Zerubbabel was so powerful than the temple of David. Why? Because God was there in the beginning until the end. 
The temple what we are talking about winning now is the temple that not built by any man, but built by the power of his Holy Spirit. And the foundation of his building of this temple is built by the apostle, the prophet, and the corner head cornerstone is Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2, if you want to read it, you can read that whole chapter 2. It talks about that the temple that I'm looking for. That is what is going to happen in the 1,000 millennium in Israel. That's why I don't want to pay the fee to go to Israel. I'm waiting for that. For the coming back of Jesus to take me there. Amen? So the rapture, it's so beautiful, but it depends on our relationship with God. Amen? Jesus said in the book of John chapter 15, You remain in me and my word remain in you. Then everything and anything that you ask my Father, it will do it for you. If you remain in me and my word remain in you, you will be fruitful. Because the branch can't bear fruit on itself. You need to attach in the vine. And the vine is Jesus Christ. The answer of this world is the cross. That throw in that mara and make that mara sweet. That is the, the solution of the world. The answer of the world. The answer of every family, every community, any nation is the cross. And him crucified. Amen. So we need to take back to the cross. The full gospel, which is the good news. The cross. That Jesus died. And on the third day he rose again. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, Jesus said. The oil of joy instead of money. The coming of praise instead of the spirit of despair. Then will be called oaks of righteousness, planting of the Lord. What is oak of righteousness? And by our lives, we demonstrate his righteousness. That is the oak of his righteousness. The priest, which we, as a church, as a Christian, as a believer, we are called ourselves as priests. We no longer ask the priest there in Israel to come and to make our sacrifice. We are the priest. Remember in the holy temple, the tabernacle of Moses, no one enter the holy of holies. It's only the high priest. When Jesus came into our life, we are absolutely right to be entered in the Holy of Holies because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? So we no longer ask the priest in, the, in, in Israel to come and make a, We are qualified to enter the Holy of Holies, not because of anything else, but because of the blood. The blood of sanctification. The blood of purification. The blood of redemption. The blood of justification. The blood of reconciliation. The blood of Jesus Christ. Yahweh Tshikenu, our righteousness, that's a Hebrew word. Yahweh Makates, a blood of sanctification. A sanctify us from all our sins. Our transgression, our iniquity, every guess that comes upon us, a glorify through that precious blood of Jesus. A justify through that blood. Amen? So whatever you and I are going through, the blood of Jesus Christ is enough. More than one blood, then the blood of the bulls, thousands and thousands of bulls, they were sacrificed in the Old Testament. It's not enough. But the blood of Jesus Christ, it brings us closer before the throne of our Heavenly Father. Amen? Not the blood of the bulls, the blood of the Lamb of God. And His name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah.
It will be called Oaks of Righteousness, a planting of the Lord. And by our lives, we demonstrate his righteousness and his power. For the display of his splendor, it talks about his victory and freedom over the enemies. The exhibition of his splendor that I had a dream. They will rebuild the, the, the ruins and restore the places long devastated. The power of restoration and a resurrection supernaturally. That's the only way that we survive. In this virus or any other virus. You know what? Be prepared. Because after this virus, there's another thing is coming after that. I'm not scaring you, but I'm just warning you. We were sitting in my in our living room with my wife. We were watching TV, Daystar. And all of a sudden, the, the word of God dropped into my spirit. And he said, the water is rising. What? The water is rising. And he said, after that, I want you to teach the, the church on how to survive in every level of the water. Amen? So this is what we hear. It's not just this virus, there's more virus come after that. But I want all of us to be prepared. You know our survivor? Fast, pray, and meditate on this word. You can find any other, but that's the only true weapon that attached to our spirit. That's how our survival is. Did everybody remember that? The, the movie called Survivor? Yeah, it's amazing that movie, people are eating the body of other people to survive, remember? And I remember when I first bring that movie, a lot of people came out vomiting because they just cut off the, the whatever flesh and put them in the ice and eat them together. <laughs> Our survivor is the blood of Jesus Christ. Fasting, pray. And meditating on God's word. That's the only reason why we survive. Through the cross of Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? amen. Yeah. They will rebuild the ancient ruins. And restore the places long devastated. About 20 years ago. I received this word. A prophetic word. From this man from Australia. And this prophecy was nearly an hour God said to me and my wife, I'm going to send you into a city. This city has been destroyed by the demonic force for years. So I'm going to send you there. You don't need a team. There are people there. They already, I already prepared for, for you to, when you come. Don't, you don't need anything. When we came here, before the church planting, I wasn't really interested in this area. We went back and we came back another two weeks. As soon as we went through the, the Westfield Mall, went straight to the food court, it beautiful to eat. As soon as I woke out from the, from, the, from the car, and the Lord said to me, this is what I'm talking about. This is your place. You're going to come and build a church. I said to him, yes, sir. He said, here we are. I didn't bring anyone with us. The only thing that I bring is the five children with my wife. That's all I need. I don't bring any leaders or anyone 
because I took the word, what God said to Isaac, the Lord God will provide the lamb for the sacrifice. That's the only word I took. Look what the Lord has done. There's a lot of people came and they disappeared. Well, that's what church is all about. You can't hold people. You can't. It's up to the people where they want to stay here or go somewhere. The only thing that we do, we continue to remain faithfully and continue to do what? Seek, ask, and knock. Jesus said, continue to seek, continue to knock, continue to pray, continue to fast. Your breakthrough is coming. Amen? Your breakthrough is coming. I really honor this man and his wife when he came in, went straight to the multimedia and done what he knows how to do it. Nobody knows what to do it. But he is the one. You see how the Lord faithful in his word? And I'm always believing you, man, and your wife is going to do greater things upon you and your family because you are faithful unto his word. It's, it's amazing. You know what? When you're faithful to a little thing, God will promote you to look after the huge thing that you can't even imagine. Yeah, to that man, to that woman there. One year, she became supervisor. The same year, she got a manager position. Yeah. Thank you, Miracle. May the Lord bless you. And continue to... His favor will be upon you if you continue to listen. Yeah? Stranger will shepherd your flocks. Foreigners will work on your fields and your vineyard. That is the supernatural power of God. That is favor. Upon People come to our church, we don't know who they are. But they were flocks. They will look after our flocks. They will look after our things. They will serve us for the course of his ministry. That's what the, the Bible said. Strangers will shepherd your flocks. Foreigners will work on your fields and vineyards. Hallelujah. It talks about the multitude are coming. Different languages, different scholar, different denominations, different nations, and be part of this ministry of refugees are coming. But guess what? They come when we are ready. If we don't ready, it will never come. Maybe come, but it takes a long time. So my account for each one of us as a church family, we need to be prepared. We need to get ready as a church family. Because when the people comes, the Bible talks about you will send your children to the gate and they will destroy the enemy. Whose children? You are. Because you've already been trained by God's word. I don't have to go to the gate. You are the one. In my natural children, that's what I'm doing. Hopefully they are well prepared to face the enemy when I send them out. Amen, Joshua, Elijah, and Lisbeth, and Mirko. Yeah. That's why we've been training you guys. So don't ignore the word. You need to be listening. Open wide your eyes and your ears and your eyes to hear every word that comes out from your dad's mouth. Because Jesus said, man does not live on the bread alone. But every breath that came out from the mouth of our God, those are our food. Amen? Jesus said, my food is to do the will of my Father. Not a natural food, but to go and minister to the people. 
Heal the people. Heal the sick. Heal the wounded spirit. You know, restore the place that has long devastated in the years. That's our, that's our job. Minister. To be, become a minister of, of his word. Each one of us. Amen. Each one of us have a talent. Some of us, we have five. Some of us have two. Some of us have one. But this is the kingdom of God. He called his servants, Matthew chapter 25. Three of them came. He gave them five bags of the other one, of gold. The other two bags of gold, the other one. And the last one, he gave him time. One, one bag. When he left, and he expecting them to work on those talents. Can you say amen? So five of, one had five, he worked and worked out five, and then he received another five. The other two done the same thing. He worked out, put in the bank, and invested, and received another two. One, he, he went and buried the one bag of gold. Instead of giving it away, he buried it in the ground. When the master came, five said, Sir, you know the five that you gave it to me? I invested this another five I gave it to you. So ten. The same thing, the two. I work out my two as well, and I give you, and I receive another two. So this is my investment. What about the other one? Sir, because I know that you are a very hard man, so why, why should I go and invest your money while you go for a holiday? You see? You see that attitude? So Jesus, the master said to this both the five and the two, because of your faithfulness in the little thing, I'm going to promote you to look after the greater things. But you're the one that buried the, the talent, the one back of gold, go back in the darkness and nest in a nesting chief because you disobey my word. Amen? Hallelujah. We're finished. We're nearly finished. And you will be called priest of the Lord. You will be named immenses of our God. And that is the meaning of my dreams. I already shared the dreams. Church, I believe, totally believe, 100% in my heart. Greater things is ahead of us. Do you remember Israel when we went through the, the Red Sea? After that miracle, everyone was complaining about, the, as I said. But they have no idea that there's a spring of water is ahead of them. There were 12 spring water and a 70 palm tree that is ahead of them. But they will complain here. Did you see that? I thought, oh my goodness. And I believe totally in my heart. That's the reason why the water was unfit to drink. Because they complaining too much. They murmured too much. They judgmental too much. They anger too much. They bitter too much. That's why the water was not fit to drink. Amen? So as we, are we. If we disobey and neglect God's word, the same thing happened to us. Amen, church? But I believe in my heart, because of your faithfulness in God, of what you're doing, Behind the scene, God will reward you. 
Amen. God will reward you. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God, oh, this is my last point, is like the ten virgins. Hallelujah. It's like the ten. Five of them, they're very smart. They took the oil, their, their lamp, with the spare oil. Amen. The other five, they only took the lamp, but no oil. They think, oh, we'll just wait until we get there, we'll buy some more oil. But these wise people, they take the lamp and take also the spare oil. Where, where the spare oil comes from? It comes from the fast. It comes from prayer. It comes from meditation on the word and faithfulness in God. That's where the oil produces. That's where the oil produces in our righteousness walking with God. Amen. When we walk blameless before God, that's where the oil increase. That's where the anointing increase. If you faithful what God has given to you. Amen. You don't have to tell the world that God sees you. God knows you. Amen. He will give it to you according to your faithfulness in Him. In the book of Revelation, He said, Behold, I am coming soon with my reward. And I'm coming to give it to anyone is what? Is faithful to my word. 